Fans, welcome to another edition of the WrestleGeddon Podcast. I, of course, am one of your three awesome hosts, Chris the Heat Matthews, joined each and every week by Garrett G. Money Mun and the Tennessee Jesus Carl Crossland. Fellas, what is going on this week? As much, man. Just got back from uh, Myrtle Beach. Uh, me and Garrett had to go down there to make sure the balloon got shot down. Uh, we had a had a good time. Uh, we actually quit our jobs and we started working for Garrett's dad. Uh, what we do is uh, we uh, rent new U-Haul trucks and uh, trailers, and we, we steal the parts off of them and return them. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a it's pretty cool, pretty cool job. Uh, when I was down in Myrtle Beach, Garrett took me to the strip club to see Reba, which is like this big, uh, heavyset, red-haired lady with, like, huge tits. You enjoyed it, though, didn't you? I did, I did. I just never seen nipples that big. Like, her nipples were, like, uh, saucers. Like, that you put cups of teas on. Mm-hmm. Like, cups of teas on a saucer. I had like big saucer nipples. Awesome. Well, at least you guys didn't get involved in repoing people's trailer park homes. No, no, no. We didn't repo. We didn't I, heard, and I heard that's uh that's pretty dangerous, dangerous stuff there. So. Yeah. Now we just sell parts off of you hauls. <laughs> oh man. Random adventures of Garrett and Carl every week here on the Russell Gun Podcast. <laughs> oh, I knew what that means. Randall Band entrance theme. Let's hit it. I'm gonna have myself. Oh, who knows what they got? So random. Fuck's sake. All right, we finally got something decent after a few weeks. So, uh, we got AC, ACDC this week instead of Ella Wayne. <laughs> Jesus. I'm probably like, probably going to shoot myself in the damn foot because we'll probably get some bullshit like little Uzi or little Yachty this week. Yep. Or one of those fucking mumble rappers. <laughs> awesome. All right. What'd you guys end up with for ACDC? You, you know what? I decided what I would do is I, I'd pull, I'd do a Carl and I'd, I'd do, I'd do like a gimmick thing with my song. So, you know, I'll come out there, you know, I'll, I'll wrestle my match and everything with my theme song at first. And then, you know, as I win my match, you know, my song, my music song, will, you know, it'll be have a drink on me and I'll just get a beer bottle, just smack that some bitch upside the head and tell him, have a drink on me, you some bitch. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Awesome. Carl, what'd you come up with? Um, uh, I. Uh, I I actually had two songs picked out because I figured y'all would probably go with TNT. Uh, 
So, like, I was coming in going with uh, Jailbreak. Uh, but since no one said TNT, I'm coming up to TNT. Nice. You're gonna be on. You're gonna be on AEW. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying up. Dumb. My... <laughs> Watch out, MJF. Shit, that needs to be Tony Khan song. Cause I'm <laughs> TNT. I own dynamite. <laughs> TNT. The Jaguar I honestly, I thought you guys would have picked something like, um, you know, Back in Black or Highway to Hell, um, Thunderstruck. So, like, I kind of steered away from those. Um, I went with uh, Shoot to Thrill. Oh, okay. Shoot to Thrill. Because you're asking about, like, pay-per-view songs. You know, like, you know, they use Highway to Hell and Back in Black. I was like, all right, I'm going to go shoot the thrill. Oh. Awesome stuff there. All right, Carl, what you got for us for this week? For next week? I'm hitting uh, Generate right now. And we got uh, Spice Girls. Oh, we got Garrett's favorite, the Jonas Brothers. The Jonas Brothers. (laughs) (laughs) The Jonas Brothers. Come on, man. I don't know if I know a song, but I'm working. Oh, I do. I know at least. I know at least two or three. You got your uh, purity ring on. Absolutely. (laughs) Oh man. Well, it wasn't little Uzi or little Yachty, so (laughs) I think this might be worse. I don't know. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) So the Jonas Brothers, that's going to be fun. I don't think I really know any Jonas Brothers songs. Yeah, I don't think I do either. I might know, like, like, didn't they come like a new album, like, recently? Probably. Like, I know, like, some of the stuff, like, when they split, you know, like, Cake by the Ocean, like, stuff like that. Like, I don't know, like, Jonas Brothers, Jonas Brothers. Yeah. I want to say they came out with, like, a new song, and I might know if I heard it again. That was, like, kind of catchy. Yeah. Yeah, You don't want us to take it. (laughs) Nope. Not telling you shit. Awesome. All right. Before we get over to the news and all the fun stuff, let's get into the wrestling figure of the week. Uh, I have not posted this up on social media yet, but it will be up um, tonight. Wrestling figure of the week is from 1999, the WCW Toy Biz Bruisers line. And your figure of the week is Wrath, portrayed by none other than Brian Clark, the former Adam Bomb in WWF. Uh, this is the only figure representation of Brian Clark and WCW uh, had some crazy accessories and included a launching stop sign. So it was a spring loaded pole with a stop sign on it, stop sign and shoot out. Um, and it came with a mace, like an actual ball and chain mace. Weird ass accessories. So. Uh, figure is pretty cool. 
uh, the articulation's kind of a miss on it, especially in the arms. Uh, you can't really do much with the arm movement, so it looks kind of awkward. It's a fucking wrestler from the 90s, man. I, I know. So, you know, it's like it can handle any articulation. <laughs> yeah. So, but that was one of the plus sides with the Toy Biz line for WCW is because they were doing the Marvel figures too. Um, Toy Biz was. So they're more focusing on like a lot of the articulation, especially with the later lines. Like the first couple lines they put out um, had more action features to them. And then they realize, oh, shit, you know, the wrestling figures, kids want to be able to do like wrestling moves. So let's, you know, make their arms move a little more. So, um, But there was supposed to be a second figure um, from his run with Brian Adams as a part of Chronic uh, that was supposed to come out prior to WCW um, going out of business. But obviously um, that didn't happen and ended up being scrapped. Uh, so it was part of the, uh, the WCW Ring Rage collection, which was... Um, it was like Brian Adams, Brian Clark, and their chronic gear, uh, Sting, Scott Steiner, Booker T. I can't, there's a couple other ones in that line too, but actually pretty cool figures. So. I'm disappointed we didn't get chronic, but it is what it is. At least we got a rat. All right, let's jump over to the news. I don't have a lot of news this week. Um, we'll start off with the big one. Jerry Lawler, unfortunately, hospitalized earlier this week. Uh, after suffering from a uh, major stroke uh, Monday morning. Um, he since has been released uh, from the hospital. He is at home and he is expected to make a full recovery. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he ain't wrestling next week. <laughs> oh, man. It's so, like I saw that like um, news article come across my Twitter feed and I was like, are you freaking kidding me? I was like, dude has a heart attack on Raw, like survives that. And like, you think a stroke's gonna take him down? No, sir. Like, you're talking Jerry the King Lawler, man. Glad he's doing better. What's up? I said, put on the strap. Yeah, pull that strap down, and drop the fist. So. Yep. But uh, definitely glad that Lawler is home and is expected to make a full recovery. So. Yeah. Not ready. Not ready for uh, for the King to be gone yet. So I don't think I can handle that one. I think just like Ric Flair, it would uh, tear Carl to bits. He'd have to take off the podcast for a little while. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, at least Jerry's still around for the puppies. awesome all right we got um some more 2k23 updates as they've been dropping like little trailer videos here every week um we actually have uh confirmed rosters so far for 2k23 run through this real quick because it's about uh, three times the size of AEW's launch roster um, so we'll kick it off here. We got AJ Styles, Alba Fire, Alexa Blisk, Asuka, Austin Theory, uh, Bad Bunny will be available as a pre-order bonus. Um, we've got Batista. Then we have a Leviathan version of of Batista, um, which is part of the Ruthless Aggression DLC pack. 
Uh, we got Bailey, Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair, Big E, Bobby Lashley, Brett the Hitman Hart, Brock Lesnar, um, a developmental version of Brock Lesnar as part of the DLC for Ruthless Aggression, Braun Breaker, Carmelo, Carmelo Hayes, Charlotte Flair, China, Cody Rhodes, Cora Jade, Dakota Kai, Damian Priest, Drew McIntyre, Finn Balor, Grayson Waller, Happy Corrigan, not Corrigan, <laughs> Happy Corbin, <laughs> Paul Corrigan, Bad Boy Corrigan, oh man, yeah, Happy Corbin, Hulk Hogan, EO Sky, Jay Uso, Jimmy Uso, John Cena, 2006 version of John Cena, prototype developmental version of John Cena as a part of the Ruthless Aggression DLC. Johnny Gargano, Kevin Owens, Kofi Kingston, Kurt Angle, Liv Morgan, Logan Paul, the Macho Mean Randy Savage, yeah. Uh, Randy Orton, a uh, developmental version of Randy Orton from the Ruthless Aggression DLC pack. Rey Mysterio, Rhea Ripley, Rob Van Dam, Roman Reigns, Ronda Rousey, Roxanne Perez, Sami Zayn, Seth Rollins, Shawn Michaels, Shayna Baszler, Sheamus, Shati, Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Miz, The Rock, The Undertaker, Tommaso Ciampa, Triple H, and Xavier Woods. This is the uh, confirmed roster so far. Well, at least all the dumbasses in Ohio will be happy. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got a lot of uh, Ohio native wrestlers in here. The uh, Ohio Valley wrestling. Ain't that like the developmental that be developmental? Oh, yeah, it used to be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lesnar, Cena. Yeah. 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 I'm cool with this. Like, NXT is pretty much is pretty well represented in this roster so far, too, with um, Cora Jade, um, Roxanne Perez, Waller, Breaker. Um, I believe Gigi Dolan and JC Jane are also supposed to be in the game as well, but they're not on this uh, confirmed list. I haven't played uh, a 2K since like 13, I think. <laughs> I didn't play much of 20, was it 23, 22? 22. 22 like, wasn't bad. It was, no, it was a lot better bad. than. Just GMO sucked. Than, uh, That's what turned me off. I was excited for GMO and then it sucked. Yeah. Well, uh, the biggest thing with that is like you only, you had three titles, well, four titles. You had the main. Um, the main titles for the men and the women, and then you had tag titles. There's no mid card titles. Like there really wasn't anything, anything really that wanted to make you play the GM mode like over and over again. It was like once you got through it the first time and got the you know the Triple H bonus thing for my faction, then there really wasn't a reason to play it again. It's one of those things to me is this it. It's too expensive. Like, you know, you pay fucking $60 for the damn game, and then you have to pay, like, $20 every month for whatever downloadable content. It's, and, I don't know. It's just, uh, just, just a turnoff for me now with all the... I just get it on sale. Um, I think this is the first year I actually didn't buy the game on sale. Like, I actually got it when it came out. Um. Well, usually I wait till it drops like half price around Christmas time, and then uh, pick the game up and then do the season pass for the DLC. 
Yeah, still more money than I want to spend because you get it on sale and it, you, I started paying like eighty dollars for it, day sixty, and you still yeah. got to put it down. Season pass. Uh, they did make some improvements for GM mode this year. They added uh, more titles, more match options. Yeah, uh, I remember they added a bunch of I stuff. I want to beat up my kids. What's that? So when I want to play wrestling, I just beat up my kids. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's one way to do it. Yeah, my kids start beating me up. They got the the thing now where they they smack their elbow and they go i i e and jump on me. <laughs> you know, I don't know where the hell they picked that up from. For so, one of their stupid Linky Box videos. I e elbow drop. <laughs> Oh man, it's awesome! But I'm kind of excited for 2K23, so we'll see what happens with that. But I'll probably wait till it goes on sale this year. At least they kept universe mode. I just want to know when the TNA game's coming out. The TNA game? <laughs> just kidding. It came out like 15 years ago. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Do you want to borrow my PS2 copy? <laughs> actually, what um, the TNA game wasn't too bad. Triple uh, A actually put out a game too. Uh, came out on the PS3, um, which wasn't too bad either. What they need to make is another Def Jam game. Like that, uh, that Def Jam like Fight for New York was a pretty badass game. They need to make another one of those. Get your fun. Awesome. All right, let's head over to the instant replay. Talk a little NXT Vengeance Day. See if we uh, see how our predictions went. Uh, I believe we actually have a new predictions champion going into coming out of this uh, pay per view. If I remember correctly, I lost by one point. You did indeed. One point. So uh, we had this load here. Laptop is being picked. Was awesome. Said the opening match was awesome. Hell yeah, it was. Everything else went downhill. After that, no, it ain't going to go downhill, but eh, some of it was all right. Awesome. Uh, I did not get a chance to watch it, so, um, but you guys did. So. Uh, what are your thoughts overall for Vengeance Day? Pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't the best uh, NXT, you know, takeover by far, but it was all right. I guess I'm still not sold on the roster. Like they do have a lot of bright spots on the the NXT roster, but like I don't think we're ever going to get to that point where we were like a few years ago when like Triple H was actually like focused on NXT and you had like 
you know, Gargano and Ciampa and, you know, Keith Lee and Dijak and Finn and Shinsuke and like all those guys coming through there. Those, those few years that we had that, you know, but with the guys like Carmelo Hayes and I mean, we got Dijak back in NXT, but like Wesley is starting to come into his own as a singles wrestler. Um, the inclusion of a lot of the NXT UK guys like uh, Dragonov and uh, Jordan Devlin and like a few other guys on there and like Braun Breaker is not bad. Grayson Waller is probably one of the the best heels they've got rolling on the show right now. Uh, it's just like some I just don't think the matches are up to the caliber as as they were like a few years ago. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot younger. Yeah. But, uh, which is a good thing. I think, you know, you needed the change. Like, if you want NXT to be NXT, now if you're trying to make it like a like an actual brand, then that's different. But if you want it to be developmental, let it be developmental. And once you're developed, you know, move on. Yeah, I think at that point, like with Triple H running NXT, I think it was more like, fuck you, Vince. Like, I can make this rival and be better than anything that you're putting out right now. I yeah. think that's that's what the intention was. Oh, awesome. All right, let's run through the results here real quick. Uh, we had the NXT Women's Tag Team Championships, Caden Carter and Katana Chance taking on Henley and James. Um. Carlo and I both picked Caden and Katana. Uh, Garrett picked Henley and James, so Garrett picks up the points for that one. Um, Apollo versus Apollo Cruz versus Carmelo Hayes. Um, Garrett and I both picked Hayes. Carl picked Apollo. Uh, Garrett and I grabbed the points for those. Uh, Wesley versus Dijak for the North American Championship. Uh, Carl and I both picked uh, Lee to retain. We grabbed the points for that. Uh, Garrett picked Dijak. I think was the only the only match that you missed. No, nope, no, nope, nope, nope. I yeah, missed another missed match. Two. Yeah. Uh, NXT Tag Team Championship. Uh, you had the New Day defending against Pretty Deadly, uh, Gallus and Chase U in a fatal four way. Uh, um, Carl picked New Day to retain. Garrett and I both picked Gallus, and we got the points for that one. Uh, NXT, NXT Women's Championship, uh, Roxanne Perez versus JC Jane versus Gigi Dolan. Um, Carl picked JC Jane. Garrett and I both picked Roxanne Perez to retain. And then main event, Braun Breaker versus Grayson Waller. Garrett and I both picked Waller. Carl picked Breaker, uh, who ended up retaining that cage match for that. Uh, points broke down. Carl, 10 points total. I had 19 and Garrett had 20. Garrett is now your new WrestleGeddon Predictions Champion. Hell yeah. Where to go, Garrett? Woo! It's because I got that title change, right? I forgot to get different. I get points for title change. <laughs> yep. Yes, sir. Oh. Uh, so next week we'll do our Elimination Chamber picks and we'll see if uh, Garrett will successfully defend. Is, I uh, doubt it. Predictions championship. <laughs> awesome stuff there. All right. Uh, let's get into it. Monday Night Raw. We had a few things popping up out of here. 
Uh, let's kick it off with Beth and Edge and the Judgment Day. Pretty solid segment promo between Beth Edge and uh, the Judgment Day. The one thing that I really put this on here for, we kind of talked about it last week with um, Jade Cargill and Red Velvet. Um, with like Red Velvet's complete lack of like facial expressions and like selling and all that where this week you see a perfect example of how the glam slam, the impact bluster jaded should be taken. If you're in that position and Dominic Mysterio sold that shit like a champ. Yep. Like that, that's how it should be done. Uh, speaking, speaking of, uh, of, uh, edge and Finn Balor and judgment day. Y'all hearing the rumor that we might be getting Elimination Chamber WrestleMania? Not Elimination, sorry. Hell in a cell. My bad. Uh, I, I did see that. That was the, uh, yeah, you sent us the, uh, the rumored lineup for night one. So, I can see it happening. Like, Triple H wants to use those type of matches as, like, like their intended purpose of, like, blowing, like, a, a, like the, the final match for a feud. Instead of being just like some gimmick for a pay-per-view. So they're having like a whole pay-per-view named around it. But you'd have uh Finn Bauer throw edge off the top of the helm, so yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hopefully we get Demon Finn. That'd be even better. That'd be fun. But yeah. is Demon Finn a part of Judgment Day? He might not be. True. Yeah. I I think Finn said he was gonna like the demon was like pretty much done for now. I don't, I don't think there was any intention of him doing the demon for a while. Um, but if they do go down that route, like we could get Brood Edge versus Demon Finn, which I wouldn't be mad about that. That'd be pretty fun. Yeah. Brood Edge, classic vampire oh. Edge. How about we have like the pre brood edge where he just like runs out from the crowd and a fucking uh uh Unabomber jacket and sunglasses. Oh, that'd be awesome too. Ah, oh, so we had that. We had uh JBL and Baron Corbin. Uh pretty much uh JBL is done with Corbin. Uh, basically told Corbin, you know, you can't polish a turd. I've tried. <laughs> so JBL pretty much told Baron Corbin he's a turd. <laughs> I would agree. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Corbin's one of those guys that, like, he's a great heel. He just gets straddled with these bad characters. He's not a great anything. That's the problem. He should have never cut his hair and just been the badass he was. Yep. But even that was getting was getting stale though. Is this media? You know something I've been thinking about. I think if we had like old school Barry and Corbin, I think he'd fit really well in Judgment Day. And so. Yep. I like NXT. I like Corbin on NXT. Like when the. He hit the ring and the crowd would start counting. See how long it would take him before he hit the uh, end of days and got the win. Like, that was fun. 
I think that's probably when he was at like that's probably like the peak of his career, unfortunately. Maybe he goes back to NXT because apparently uh Triple H is done with him. Maybe. Bro, let him go back. Or there he's gonna be off TV for a while to get repackaged. Maybe he can, maybe he can go to AEW and join Chris Jericho's faction. You, you know what they could do? Just have him come on on a motorcycle. That solves every problem. Hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> just keep rolling, rolling, rolling. Characters getting stale. Why not come out on a bike? <laughs> I like it. Ah, <laughs> uh, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, let's see. We had probably one of the best promos on Raw between Paul Heyman and Cody, um, which a lot of people are wondering, like, hey, where's the storyline going for Roman and Cody? You know, it's not just going to be like the whole Royal Rumble winner, you know, getting the title shot. Um, they made it into a personal storyline, um, especially with uh, the remarks that Heyman had said were. Um, Cody may have been his favorite son, but Roman was the son that he's always wanted, or, or something along the lines of that, so, which really like kind of fired up Cody. But I was kind of looking forward to that match at Mania. If you weren't already, just to build up for that, completely bypassed Sami Zayn though for yeah. uh, Elimination Chamber. Which uh, Sammy kind of made up for that on SmackDown. Told uh, Heyman Roman doesn't have to worry about Cody taking the titles because Sammy's going to be the one to do it at Elimination Chamber. We'll see what happens there. We all know what's going to happen. Sammy starts the Generation X. Then we had a main event. Finally, we get the seal cage match between Bailey and Becky. Solid matchup. Uh, of course, uh, EO and Dakota tried to get involved. Then all of a sudden, for whatever reason, Lita makes the save. Yeah, that was like weird. It was like, what the fuck? It's really like, random. Does redheads stick together? Like, uh, Apparently. <laughs> well, like. Well, you know who we're getting next week, right? Hey, we didn't get. We're getting, oh, we're getting nice control. Be control. Oh, really? Yeah. Have you not heard that rumor? No. Yeah, apparently at, uh, at the chamber, we're getting damage control versus Becky, Trish, and Lita. Really? Yep. Well, I mean, it is it is in Montreal, so I mean, they got to do something with damage control. So why not? So, well, I don't know. I just, I don't know. Um, so we're gonna take. Let me um take a brief like sidebar here. I was scrolling through TikTok the other night, and I came across some dude's live feed, um, where he had his uh, top ten list. Uh, female wrestlers screenshotted the list because a lot of it was complete and total bullshit. <laughs> this dude, I, I couldn't even tell you what his username was because it was like user, like random numbers. So he didn't actually even have like a like a real handle on there. Um, 
So this is what he had for his top 10. Trish Stratus as number one. Lita, Charlotte, Mickey James, Victoria, Asuka, which you spelled Asuka's name wrong. Uh, Tori Wilson, Melina, Paige, and Sasha Banks. So when asked, what was your criteria for, you know, your top 10? He said, you know, in-ring ability, mic skills, <laughs> and overall impact. So I'm trying to figure out why Tori Wilson was on this list. And I asked him like three, four times, like, you left off people like Gail Kim, Alundra Blaze, Beth Phoenix, and a whole slew of others, but put Tori Wilson on your list, stating that criteria, when we all know Tori Wilson was garbage. Fucking Mae Young in her fucking 70s was a better wrestler than fucking Tori Wilson. Yeah. And so his thing was, oh, they were all, they were before my time. Like when people bring up like a like a Lunder Blaze or May Young, oh they're before my time, motherfucker. They're before my time too. Like when they're wrestling on Raw, they're already like eighty. Like, but I still know their accomplishments. So that's like. I mean, if you, I mean, if you, if even if like if you're going like if they're not, but like the wrestlers that you're saying like before your time, like motherfucker. Now there's like. I could name 10 wrestlers better than fucking Tori Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> like right now. <laughs> yeah. And you left them off the list, like this top 10 list. Like some of the other ones that are on this list. To make it hard. Like, I, I love to name. I could probably name 10 uh, wrestlers off of AEW. That's the fucking roster for AEW is like Britt Baker is better than Tori Wilson. Like, come on, Rebel is better than Tori Wilson. <laughs> probably a better wrestler, but uh. <laughs> oh man. But this whole list, like some of these, I don't have an issue with. Like, you know, I don't have an issue. You know, with Trish and Lita and Charlotte, Mickey James, Victoria, Asuka. Like, Lita's not that high. Like, if you want to put her in top 10, that's fine, but she's not. Uh, she, she's definitely not number two, uh, especially above Charlotte. Yeah. Like, Charlotte is leaps and bounds better than Lita wishes she could be on her best day. How are you not going to put China on this list? Like, in all honesty, if you're going for, like, overall impact, China had one of the biggest impacts in her career compared to half the people on this list. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah it's hard. I mean, I can understand why people would go Trish. She probably wouldn't be my number one. I think, like, my number one, I'd probably go Gail Kim or Charlotte. Um. His argument for Gail Kim is like she didn't do anything in WWE on her two runs that she was there, but she was um like she didn't hit her stride until she went to Impact, which okay I understand that, but she still made her mark in Impact Wrestling, like especially during the time women's wrestling wasn't the forefront of WWE. She was good in WWE, like. She was. Like, if I'm not mistaken, didn't she win the women's title on her first her debut match? I believe so. Which was I know it was the the there was a battle royal. Yeah. And Gail Kim <laughs> ended up winning the battle royal. So. 
And then Vince was like, oh, she can actually wrestle and won't probably won't uh, post for Playboy. So, what's barrier? What's barrier? Somebody else is up. I know her her second run sucked when she came back. But yeah, like, regardless of where she made her mark at, she was still, she's still an influential, like a, a big influence on, you know, other female wrestlers. So. Yeah, she, she was like, that was like, and that, what was, was funny, like, and she'll tell you this was like her biggest call for being a female wrestler was like, she's an actual female that actually wrestled. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right, she actually wrestled. Yeah, I was like, you cannot, you can't deny like Gail Kim versus Awesome Kong. Like that was one of the best views at that time, especially for women's wrestling. Like, yeah. and that was like one of the best, like the knockouts division for Impact, the knockouts division and the X division were keeping Impact afloat at that time. They were must see TV every single week, especially when you had Gail Kim and Awesome Kong main eventing Impact Television before wwe even decided to to do anything and before that the only other women to main event raw were trish and lita and then another another person up there that you kind of people always sleep on is jacqueline or miss texas or jackie moore uh absolutely whatever you want to call her like she wrestled disco inferno and wcw uh you know she can hang with men. Absolutely. And then, like, another one, too, Jazz. Like, how, how is Jazz not anywhere on your list? Yeah. Like, well, I mean, to be fair, a lot of people didn't get to watch, like, any ECW and yeah. stuff like that. So. I just thought, like, just scrolling through that feed, like, it was, like, 1 o'clock in the morning, and this popped up, like, just scrolling through there. Just couldn't sleep, so... Yeah. But like, yeah. I put on there, like, numerous times, like, you put Tori Wilson on this list. Tori's garbage. And he kept skipping over, like, any comment that was negative towards Tori Wilson, he skipped over. I would have like, fucking, like, going to different I would have Beulah. I would have Beulah over fucking Tori Wilson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dawn Marie. <laughs> Jesus. Oh. Oh, man. All right. That's a quick little sidebar, <laughs> AEW this week, um, MJF and Takeshita. Solid matchup between the two of them. Um, again, more bloodshed this week on AEW. Actually, two of the matches uh, this week, like freaking more blood. Um, this one and uh, Brian Danielson and Roosh. Oh. But uh, yeah, MJF and Takeshita. Great match between the two of them. Takeshita really brought it. Um, and MJF just showed why he's like the eight year our AEW champion. Like <laughs> he, he really is like one of the better, the better wrestlers they've got on the roster right now, especially one of the better heels. Better wrestler, better fucking mic worker. Like he's got good yeah. at all. He's he's gonna be he's gonna be a superstar. Yeah, um, yeah. like we've take, said numerous he takes times. Takes jobs in a car and. Which apparently they got 300. The local police department, uh, Long Island got 300 phone calls <laughs> after MJF 
did that for Romo. <laughs> to the point okay. where they actually opened an investigation into this promo. I love it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, MJF even posted a picture of him in the car that he was talking about in the in this promo. Oh God! <laughs> and then apparently, like, because he said her name was Liv, so then Liv Morgan started trending. Of course. <laughs> oh. Okay, <laughs> was she in the car with him, dude? <laughs> I he said for legal reasons we'll call her Liv. So. <laughs> But it was like a very convincing promo. A lot of people were kind of pissed off though because they they went with a car a car accident promo just a few weeks after, uh, of course, the the tragic um, accident with Jay Briscoe, um, which I can understand. I can understand that. Um, no, people. I, I don't know. People are just getting too yeah. sensitive. Yeah. Like I, I'm pretty sure uh, the. People that are about the business are about the business, and they're, they're, they wouldn't be offended by a fucking promo. You know what I mean? They'd yeah. be fucking clapping their hands, good damn, like, let the show roll on. You know? Yep. It's like so people being offended for people. The, the biggest thing that they're comparing it to, um, apparently the NXT, the night that Jay Briscoe passed away, the New Day was supposed to be having doing a funeral for Pretty Deadly. You know, to signify that they were done with them. So they're going to have like a casket and everything in the ring, too, uh, which is scrapped that for obvious reasons um, and just kind of, you know, change the way the promo was. So they're comparing it to that. It's a WWE doing that. Like that was literally the same day. Like we're still like we're, you know, two, three weeks, three weeks now removed from the actual incident. You know, we've had the funeral, all that stuff. Um. Like MJF didn't say anyone died in the car crash. All he said was he changed places to make it look like that she was driving. And, you know, he was in the passenger seat. So, like, he didn't say that she died or anything like that. So, that's like the whole. I think think Jay Briscoe would approve. Like, like I said, he. Wrestling was near and dear to him, and even if the New Day did the, the casket thing, I don't think he would he would care or mind, you know. Yeah, well, I understand why they why they change it, just like yeah, a professional no, courtesy type thing. So. Yeah, yeah, I understand why, but I'm I'm just saying like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, so goes on. Oh man, absolutely. It's Chris's favorite wrestler. Sunny Kiss? No, it's Marina Shafir. <laughs> oh, my God. The problem. Marina Shafir. I thought it was Joey Janela. I don't know. She kind of <laughs> looks like Joey Janela. <laughs> oh, man. Marina Shafir is such a waste. <laughs> oh, bullshit. Uh, Danielson and Roosh, uh, great matchup again. Um, like, I don't know. So, uh, Danielson picks up the win. So, of course, this is his uh, eighth win in a row. So, he has uh, gone through MJF's gauntlet and will uh, get his uh, Iron Man match 
um, at Revolution for the AEW World Championship. Here's my question. Like, do you guys see Danielson winning this title off of MJF? Mm, no. Um, no. Unless they do some kind of, like, if they're going to do, like, some kind of uh, series. You know, yeah. I, they can have him drop into him and then win it back, like, a month later. Because MJF's defended this title, what, like, twice now? Since he's been champion? Has he what? Two? He's defended the title twice, right? Uh, no, I don't see. I know he's defended at least once against Ricky Starks. That may have been it. Didn't he? I don't think he has defended it. Against Moxley? No, what, he didn't Moxley? defend it against Moxley because Mox went straight into that thing with Hangman. Afterwards. Yeah, straight into Hangman. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I don't think he has. I think he's only defended it against Start. Okay, so this will be like maybe his second or third title defense. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know which one. I don't remember. I don't feel like I did it. I'll come out and I'll do the finger poking in and he'll fall out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I don't I don't see him dropping the title to Danielson. Uh that's that's one of the big things. But like I think it's gonna be a while before we get MJF and Wardlow for the for the title. Like that that's my thing. Like I don't I see him I see Wardlow taking the title off of him before anybody else does. Put it to you like this. If fucking uh Daniel Bryan takes the title off of him, MJF is gonna show up at WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Awesome. Uh that's pretty much the biggest thing. Uh, from this week for instant no, it is replay. Not. Excuse what else? you. What else we got? You got the guns. New oh, tag team champions. Yes. Bass boys, new tag team champions. That crowd was in so much shock after yep. the after the guns won the titles. <laughs> they were just booing the shit out of them. Oh, it was great. So I am I am happy that the, I'm happy for the ass boys. I'm happy that they uh finally got some tag team gold. I'm happy that they're being used. Maybe this will be the return of FTR to take the titles off of them. So whenever they uh whatever they decide to do, if they stick with AEW or they go free agency. So but here's uh here's hoping they come back and get some redemption on on the ass boys. So for costing them the ROH uh titles. So. Oh, what though? If I'm the acclaimed, I uh, I think I'm uh, I think I'm blaming the daddy ass for this. It's his fault. I, they they didn't want to defend the titles. Daddy ass just had to, you know. Dead, yeah. Jane and do uh, his shit. Yep, Billy Billy put him in the title title match, but you know he did stay out of it for the most part until um, uh, Austin went to hit uh, Bowens with the the title belt. That's the only time he got involved in the match. And then he ended up getting clipped from behind by Colton. 
um, and taking him out for the rest of it, which is still ended up, you know, cracking Caster with the belts to get the win. Uh, but it was a good match. Like the, the Aspoids aren't a bad tag team. They're actually pretty solid. And that's, I think a lot of people don't actually realize that they're actually a decent tag team to watch. Yeah. I think the only the only thing I could think is the re- the only the reason I could see that the Ask Boys won, and the only thing that makes sense is that they FTR is coming back. They Debbie. Yeah. I mean that's who they need to feud with. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um I don't know. I guess the uh the Bucks have stated their contracts are up within the next year or two. I don't remember exactly what they said, but I still think that we can get um the Bucks and or the Elite versus FTR and CM Punk. I hope not. Man, that, that that match has money written all over it. That's like that's printing money. And if you notice, yeah. like AEW hasn't sold out arenas since Punk's been gone. Like they haven't mm-hmm. been selling out the their shows. Okay. You don't need them. Yeah, you do. Nah. Yeah. They need them. Uh shit. Looks like Mark Briscoe is gonna be like the last thing for Rampage tonight. Yes, probably. I'm still watching it. I'm sure we uh have some sort of uh announcement regarding the uh Ring of Honor tag team championship. So maybe the, um Tony Khan will let them select a new partner or something to maybe we'll just uh, well, I figured it was already pre recorded, so you just look it up. I, was this one pre-recorded? I don't remember. It's gotta be. It doesn't say live. Because I haven't seen like anything. Because usually they'll be like, oh, big announcement for ROH tag titles. Like from this week's Rampage. Uh, doesn't say what the promo was. It just says promo will be inserted into the broadcast. Oh, so that's true. That here, dynamite. I'll tell you here in just a second. I'm telling you, just sit. We are out of seconds here. Jesus, how many matches they have on here? They they fit a crap ton of mat, crap ton of stuff in an hour. Yeah, because they had um, uh, Blackpool Combat Club versus Kip Sabian, the Butcher and the Blade. Uh, Ruby Soho and Marina Shafir, Jungle Boy and Ryan Nemeth, um, Orange Cassidy versus Lee Moriarty. And then they close. I guess that might be the uh, yeah. And the acclaim come out and save the best friends. All right. 
Awesome stuff. All right. So I guess while we're waiting for the Mark Briscoe promo, let's go ahead and jump over to no literally had nothing to do with the ring ring of honor titles. Just so you know. Oh, really? It was him and uh, Mark Sterling getting into it and then setting up a tease match between uh, Mark and uh, Josh Woods. No, I can Glory see. All yeah, because Woods had some pretty good matches with uh, with Jay in Ring of Honor. So, I mean, that was what he Solid said. Game. Mark said he's like, long time no see. That should be pretty good. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. I can get behind that. As long as we're gonna let Mark wrestle on TV, like I'm, I'm cool with it. Like I'm, I'm all, I'm down for some redneck kung fu. Hell yeah! All right, no holds barred this week. I know uh, you guys got Super Bowl on your minds. What, what you guys got going for that? Who am I pulling for? I don't give a shit who wins, but I mean, <laughs> you're asking who I think is gonna win. Uh, I think Philly's gonna win. I'm pulling for the Eagles. I gotta pull for uh, AJ Brown. Did you see? Uh, you see they put a Travis Kelsey jersey on the, the Rocky statue. Oh man, yeah, they're gonna lose it. Oh god, I don't know why they keep doing stupid. I, I, it's one of those things like I hate Philly's fans. Um, oh, but... absolutely. I, I can't stand Andy Reid uh, and Patrick Mahomes. So. Uh, I don't like the Eagles coach either. Uh, he's a prick. But uh, uh, so I got to go with the Eagles because I like Jalen Hurts and I like AJ Brown. So. I like to see them have success. Are you going to watch it at all, Chris, or what are you doing? Uh, I'm not watching it. <laughs> not watching it? Will you watch the Puppy Bowl or whatever? The Lingerie Bowl. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> nah, I don't really watch anything. I'll be here doing nothing. I'll be watching it. And... You don't like Rihanna? Rihanna's going to be half time show. Yeah. Sorry. And see if you play your wrestling thing. Unless they're gonna, uh, you know, unless she's gonna expose a boob. Like I really don't care. So. Oh, have to wait and see. Oh, Janet Jackson. <laughs> well, Justin Timberlake ain't over there. So. <laughs> awesome, but uh, see, they're supposed to be dropping the the trailer. Uh, for Fast and Furious 10. Oh, they already dropped it. I saw that. I saw it. Uh, I, need to... I guess I had a Super Bowl spot during the Super Bowl. Uh, I know they drop all this stuff early. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I haven't seen drop early is the new uh, Transformers trailer. Because I know they got oh, a spot. Who the fuck cares? I care because it's got fucking Beast Wars in it. So. I don't give a shit about no Transformers. I don't know why it's like uh I haven't watched, like, any Transformer movie since, like, the second one, or maybe the third one. It's all right. You oh. want to know what you missed? You missed them getting rid of the hottest fucking female in the whole entire uh, movie series. What really does she add to the movie? <laughs> Besides bending <laughs> over a motorcycle? <laughs> <laughs> Going, 
She's the first woman to go through an entire movie without getting any part of her her attire dirty. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, but it's fine because she went into Jennifer's body, which was amazing. <laughs> but um, uh, the Fast and the Furious uh, trailer was like long as hell. It's like, dude, what what's left of the movie? It's like I felt like I what's said, left. I guess I guess they'll finally stop when like all the family dies. Then you, right, you can't up. say. Then you can't say. Oh, it's my family. It'll just be him, and he'll be alone. You know they can't do any more movies. It shows aren't like, all back, like. Aren't they bringing back like what's her face from the first movie? Um, that supposedly died. Like his sister or whatever it was. Like didn't she die? And now all of a sudden she's back. I don't know. Fucking no, dude. I don't watch. I just don't care. I don't think. Well, I think got, I'm just. I, I'm tired of it. The trailer. If it's if it's a sister, or I don't know if it's a sister or his girlfriend, but she's like in some kind of like looks like like some kind of like a test facility where they're like turning her into like a superhero. She like wakes up and fights this other girl that's laying in the bed beside her. Yeah, it might be. I don't know. Like, I haven't watched a Fast and Furious movie since, like, the third one. So. Yeah, I haven't seen anything past the second one. So. And, like, they I've just started getting ridiculous. Like, fucking tanks on ice. Like, really? Oh, oh so cool, dude. I've seen it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they gotta, they gotta put John Cena in there, because The Rock and Vin Diesel don't get along. So. So if Vin Diesel's going to do the movie, then The Rock's not going to be in them. So, so now it's John Cena. Oh, man. You smell what The Rock is cooking? Rock needs to stop being a bitch with these movies. Like, you ruined Black Adam. Yeah. How do you ruin it? It's, like, Black Adam is not a superhero. Black Adam is a super villain. And he tried to make the character a fucking hero. And it just, it, it just, it didn't work for me. Trying to make him like a misunderstood hero or whatever. It's like, nah, dude, like Black Adam is a fucking super villain. And talking about he didn't want his, didn't want the Black Adam character to cross over with Shazam at all. Black Adam is like Shazam's main villain. Like you cannot have Black Adam without Shazam. Like it just it doesn't work. But you want to have him fight Superman. Bitch. Yeah. Uh, yeah, fuck that. Uh, there's something else I had in here too. Um, Black Panther uh, Wakanda Forever is out on Disney Plus. I have not watched, watched it that. Yet. Watched that last weekend. It was actually was really good. I enjoyed it. Lots of, lots of good stuff in that movie. If you haven't had a chance to watch that yet, definitely, definitely not set some time aside to do that. So, or if you don't watch the Super Bowl, just be like me and watch, you know, other stuff. Yeah, uh, I'm watching the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. I'm watching the Super Bowl. Awesome. All right, let's uh, get into it. Garrett, bring it back. Overrated, underrated. What you got for us? All right. So I made a list 
Uh, <clears throat> I don't think any of these wrestlers we've done, but I don't fucking remember either because, you know, drugs are a hell of a drug. Yeah, drugs are a hell of a drug. Uh, <laughs> drugs are just drugs, you know. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. All right. So, uh, I, I did it in a weird list, but we're going to start with the legend first. And the legend I picked was Nikita Koloff. Nikita Koloff? Yep. Underrated? I'd have to say underrated, too. All right. My, uh... My tag team is Beer Money Inc. Beer Money. Yeah, we picked all fucking uh uh never rightly rated. Oh, uh, I ain't gonna go rightly rated. Yeah, I'd I'd have to go rightly on that one too. Like they were they were overrated, they were underrated, like they're in like a prime spot in impact, so they yeah. Alright. You tell me I picked all underrated people because I did. My <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, my other wrestler, or regular wrestler, is Rouge. Rouge. Oh, yeah. I I'm gonna go underrated for Rouge. I don't think he's he hasn't really hit his stride yet. That's why he's overrated because he, he ain't hit his stride yet. <laughs> Everybody who thinks is yeah, overrated. All right. My female wrestler is Tasha Steeles. Definitely underrated. Yeah. All right. And then where I changed up a little bit is I decided to do. Uh, what what I guess I'll call personality. That's what we'll call it. And I picked Eric Bischoff. <clears throat> That's just tough. Because, like, <laughs> Eric Bischoff and what? Like, you know, WCW, uh, WWE, ENN. Uh, uh as a, as, a, as, a, as a businessman or a personality? Personality. Uh, underrated. Uh, I'd say underrated. I'm going to take it a little bit further, though. I'm going to say Impact, overrated, because he didn't do shit for Impact when he was there. Um, WWE, underrated, because they didn't let him fucking do anything. Uh, WCW, rightly rated he did wonders for wcw especially 95 96 with the creation of the nwo that that was a game changer for wcw mm-hmm. i'm glad i got the uh the overrated or the underrated bunch <laughs> awesome yep that was my my list of five Okay. Cool. All right. Overrated, underrated. Carl, wrestler of the week, your pick. What you got for us? Yeah. Um, so Chris kind of inspired me. Um, uh, 
when we was talking about uh, his pick. And uh, I went with another uh, member of the flock. Um, in the storyline that kind of involved the flock uh, with my uh, uh, match. But I'm going with uh, Perry motherfucking Saturn. Saturn is a fan. It was a fantastic wrestler. And uh, the match I picked, uh, which it's probably not like the match that like showcases him like his best like skills, like work in the ring, but more of like the storytelling and the storyline that was involved. And that's uh, Perry Saturn versus Raven Paul Bro, nineteen ninety eight, uh, best match on the fucking card. Nice. I love the flock. Like, that was, like, one of my, like, WCW, like, 96 to, like, 98 had some of the best damn factions on TV. Like, I mean, they had some of the best care. damn wrestlers, too. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And where, where they failed is they let them all go to fucking WWE. <laughs> <laughs> like, even before that, like, even, like, pre, like, like, NWA, like, NWA pre-WCW when they had, like, fucking... Uh, you know, Steve Austin and The Undertaker and, you know, Triple H and they had all these guys straddled with like shit gimmicks and just didn't utilize or see the potential and all and then let them go. And they go to WWF and look what happens. Yeah. yeah. And then you had uh, fucking Chris Jericho, uh, Chris Benoit, Perry Saturn, Dean Malenko, Eddie Guerrero. It's like, dude, why did you let those motherfuckers slip through, man? Yeah, push him to the top. I mean, Chris and Wyatt, I think they tried to make him more champion before he left. They tried to keep him, but still, it was like... Yeah, because they gave, they gave him... they He won the title the night before his contract ended, and he just, like, tossed it aside and walked out. Like, that was... Yeah. Mm. Uh, Awesome. Um, theme of the week this week was my pick. We're sticking with WCW. Um, this goes along with my uh, wrestling figure of the week. Uh, I picked the chronic theme. Cool. Which wasn't like really anything like to write home about, but I mean, I enjoyed chronic as a tag team. Uh, yeah. Here, fun tag team to watch. So that's some pretty good. Pretty good matches towards the end of WCW. So. Oh, that's cool stuff there. I don't think they would have, with them like solo WWF coming out of the Attitude Era, I don't think Chronic would have uh, lasted in WWF if they jumped over. Chronic. Awesome. All right. Well, uh, that's uh, pretty much going to wrap it up for us this week. We don't have anything else. You guys got anything else to add? Or golden? I think I'm golden. All right. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us. Thank you guys for checking this out. This is episode 174 of the WrestleGannon Podcast. I'll be up with myself, Kristen Heat Matthews, Gary G. Money Mun, and the Tennessee's, Tennessee Jesus, Carl Crossland. Thanks for listening, and we will check you guys next week. Later, Marks. Fuck Andy Reid and that fucking big ass mustache. Bitches.
Fuck them all. Chronic. 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 Chronic.